0: You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans, it's me again, Kensing and Gears, Bring you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And folks, I don't know what's going on with men's basketball. This is feeling like uh, Kevin Keats went out of the frying pan into the deep fryer, uh, because this here is is an unprecedented type of situation. But we've also got to talk about our women's basketball season and how um, how we think that went, especially because we have uh, my main man, none other than Andrew Snaker, in the building. How you doing, Snitty? I'm doing good, man. How about you? You know, it's a it's a tough day. It's a tough day to be a Wolfpack fan. You know, between between uh, between our, our women's basketball getting put out. And, and y'all know me. Y'all know I am, not, I am not afraid to blame the officials. But I am also, not one time during last football season did I say the officials were the reason we lost. Not once. Mississippi State, I said it was the jump pass at the goal line and a, a refusal to run the ball. Wake Forest, same thing, refusal to run the ball. But Snitty is even more adverse to blaming the refs than I am. And I think that we can have some good talks about some things that happened there during that UConn game that were interesting outside of having the game in the wonderful town that gives fan experience is super important, which is why the NCAA decided to put it in, the regional in Bridgeport, Connecticut, tons to do there, tons. So we'll, we'll talk about that as well. And, of course, you know, since us NC State fans are such conspiracy theorists, we, we have to come up with some conspiracy as to why everybody and their mama seems to be abandoning in this program with Keats here. That sound good to you?
1: Sounds good to me, man.
0: All right, so first of all, all in all on this season, okay, we, we've we seen a lot of good, a lot of bad, and well, really a lot of good, just a few, a few low moments, but most part good on NC State's uh, women's basketball team. What did you think about that, uh, I believe it was ninety-one, eighty-seven double overtime loss to UConn?
1: Yeah, it's – there's a lot to unpack with that. I mean, it's it's tough because, you know, like I think we've all talked about ad nauseum, it, it really, I think, wasn't right for one seed NC State to have to be playing in what was a home game. Uh, no, no, like, sugarcoating it, no – Essentially, it it was a home game for the two seed UConn, and in a game that close, you can't um, you know you can't say that didn't matter. I think, and we can get into the nuts and bolts of this a little bit more. But I think, especially as the game went along, late in the fourth quarter and in overtime, uh, UConn was getting away with a lot more contact than NC State was. But, um, you know, as a whole, if you look at the season, NC State. Had not been to the elite eight under Westmore. Had not been to the elite eight since nineteen ninety. They got that done. They won the ACC regular season championship. They won their third straight ACC um, tournament championship. And I mean, they went blow for blow. In was one of the great greatest basketball games I've ever seen. Probably will end up being um, unless it's somehow asked. Uh, we're recording this on Saturday, so the men's final four has yet to be played and the women's and men's national championships to be played, unless it's somehow surpassed. I kind of doubt probably the best game of either tournament. I mean, just a phenomenal basketball game. Uh, that game on that stage between those two teams is really good. You know, it sucks for NC State to be on the losing end of it, but it's, it's really good. Um, for women's basketball as a whole, that, and I think, you know, NC state showed that they could be right there and go blow for blow and play right with, you know, what's historically been the cream of the crop in terms of women's basketball in this country and Yukon. It's, it's just unfortunate that there's a couple uh, pretty big factors that ended up playing a significant role in the game that were kind of out of NC state's hands.
0: You know, as a former athlete, I love the phrase, refs do not dictate uh, the game or don't, you know, don't play a factor in the outcome. Because my question to that would simply be, why are they there? Everybody who is there that has the power to start or stop play, for the most part, you know, players have the ability to do that. Coaches have the ability to do that. The referees are the only other party that has the ability to do that. And I would like to think that coaches and players factor in the wins and losses, right? So by that logic, so? By, so by that logic, wouldn't it also stand the reason that the third group of people that can start and stop play as they please would have to? You know what? Never. Mind. We're not going to talk about that. But what we will talk about is in terms of what you were saying there with um, this team and what they did. Historic, absolutely historic. Only once, only once in the history of this women's basketball program, as legendary as Kay Yao is. God rest her soul because even uh even though she is no longer here physically with us absolute legend absolute legend in the game when you talk about the women's game and what it is today you can't talk about it without talking about chaos you can't tell the story of what made women's basketball uh, what it is today without talking about chaos but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to disagree with you on one point that you said there in that this game being what it was is good for women's basketball I strongly disagree and let me tell you why I have long been a proponent and still am a proponent of UConn's dominance is not bad for, for women's basketball. That's not, it's not a bad thing. If that was the case, Alabama's dominance would be horrible for, for football. Um, you know, that, that would just, Clemson no longer seeming to be a dominant force that they were a few years ago. It, it would seem to be that, it would seem to be rather, that all of a sudden we should be seeing spikes in ratings for ACC football. But here's the problem. Certain things happening to make teams more dominant. That is a problem. That is a problem.
1: No. The what what I meant, I, I didn't mean the result. I all I meant was the fact that you had such a great game. Uh national televised on Monday night, on ESPN. Oh yes. No, yes nothing yes, else yes, really on sure. competing with it. Two great teams, a lot of star power. Um, I think that just builds more interest in women's basketball for people who saw that game. That that was all I meant. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. I,
0: I get what you're saying, but I, I also just wanted to emphasize the point that it, there is, there is a problem when all of the men's regionals are in places that there is fun stuff to do. You want to talk about fan experience? Okay, let's talk about it. Where do fans want to be? Where? I have never in my life, not one time, I swear to you, on my grandmother's grave, I have never once heard anybody say, I'd love to go to Bridgeport. (laughs) Not once. Yeah. And I've heard people say they want to go to some cities that left me scratching my head a little bit. Because granted, granted, anybody who knows me knows. From the west side of Detroit, don't come from a family, live a lot. Like, trust me. Six Flags was like a really big deal when I was a kid, like Six Flags in Ohio. So like the city of Sandusky, Ohio, I've heard people say, I want to be there. Cleveland, I've heard people say, it, it's not often, but I've heard people say, I would like to be there. I would I would like to go see what's what's going on there. I heard they got good food or whatever. Plenty of places. You want to talk about the Eastern Seaboard? I've heard good things about. Even before I came to NC State, I heard good things about Charlotte. Heard good things about Raleigh. Even heard good things about Greenville and Greensboro. Even heard good things. I have never once. Never once. Greenville, South Carolina. Columbia, South Carolina. Never once. I heard that you got to go see the giant peach in South Carolina. You just got to see That's it. That's true.
1: It's one you, of those. Uh, you have to see it. I've, I've seen it and yeah. it's. Yeah, you have to see it.
0: And that's what I'm saying. I have never heard that about Bridgeport. So again, the Northeast, still no, still no. Philly, sure. New York, sure. Syracuse, I've heard good things about. I actually saw when I did see it, I was like, okay, it measures up to what everybody believes. But beyond that, I wanna I wanna talk about something here that, that I think is super interesting. Because a lot of people said that the game was was um called interestingly by the broadcast crew, and I disagree because in the episode where I first talked about this I quoted the broadcast crew for every questionable call like the uh, hell ball that we all knew was it at, at at worst at best and over the back at worst it should have been NC State's ball and the possession should have kept moving at absolute worst at absolute worst it, it definitely shouldn't have been a hell ball which it was but it I find it I find it interesting and ironic that this is the second straight year that there is a call at the dead end of the game. Because remember last year it was the um, Baylor. It was the Baylor, Kim Moki, And I want to say Dijanae. I can't remember her last name, but Dijanae from Baylor took the last shot of the game. And it's clear as day. That young woman was getting mauled and nothing. And again, I don't ever feel like a team being good is a problem. That's not a problem. If, if other teams want to compete and want to win, go do it. Yes, after a point of like 20 years, if it's the same champion every year for like, I want to say like, I believe anything longer than like five years, sure, the sport will start to lose team. Absolutely. But with that being said, again, putting a team in that position and making some of the calls that were made down the stress there, it, it I can't imagine a world where people wouldn't start to say, what's the point? what's the point if you're not a blue blood yep. you know and it's it's that's that's not fair and it isn't right and again whatever nc state has done to the ncaa we apologize we're sorry we're sorry okay so please like whatever again people wonder why i'm such a, a an avid hater of the ncaa not just because student athletes aren't being paid while certain people rack up millions not just because of that i mean that's part of it but not the only thing the other part is there is a, a there has been tangible metrics to measure favoritism towards blue bloods in men's basketball and college football that is pretty impressive. Pretty impressive to say the least that nobody else has raised this point of, hey, excuse me, this is not okay. This is not right. But anywho, um, now we are where we are. And again, I agree with you. Historic season for NC State. Uh, this is a year that these women should be nothing but proud of. Nothing short of proud of Vegas. The people who make their money off of this thing say that a home court advantage gives teams on average a three and a half point push um, to, to what the score would normally be. So to see a double overtime game on the road, that's absolutely amazing. And to see a one seed have to go on the road. I was talking to a gentleman on Twitter about it. And he said, well, would you send NC state all the way to the other side of the country to avoid Yukon? And in my mind, I'm like yes. the one seed. Should have to go to the other side of the country? Is that is that what you're thinking?
1: Well, you, I mean, UConn should. I mean, my answer is yes, but right. I mean, UConn is the one that shouldn't. Exactly, should if, have to go somewhere if, else. If
0: you're talking about if you're talking about the competitive advantages and all that of Nina King, which is by the way, I, I used to not hate Duke. I used to not. I had no problem with Duke up until this tournament, because again. You know, no turn, no, uh, no rematches in the first two rounds. LOL, JK, we're going to schedule two teams that NC State has already played as the eight and nine seeds. <laughs> and then another rematch against Notre Dame the round after that. And then another rematch against Indiana or a true road game against UConn. What fun times. But now we've got to move on to something that, again, us old Paranoid State fans, you know, we're real black helicopter people. So we're going to come up with an excuse. As to why Coach Keats and this basketball program seems to be falling down around his ears, okay, Snitty? Now, granted, me and you yeah, have been—we've been covering this program for some time, so oh. we should be the top black helicopter people of all people. We should come up with a conspiracy uh, that explains this, what's going on here. So, stick with us, folks, and we'll—we'll we'll be right back to explain the way, explain this away somehow um by of course conspiracies because that's what nc state fans do but one thing that's not a conspiracy is how great bill bar tastes you would believe so because you would think that something can't be this good for you and taste this good to you but bill bar has combined delicious and nutritious all in their amazing bars these things are covered in 100 real chocolate even the puffs And yes, Bilt Bar Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow, but you've got to taste them to truly understand why they're so magnificent. They've got a ton of good flavors, regardless of what your favorite flavor is, they've got something for you. And check out these macros, just 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. And that's per bar for most of the bars. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of carbs. I mean, which one's better for your body, right? So, with that being said, Built Bar is all about taste. They make it taste delicious first, then they figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every single time. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built com. So Snitty, we, we've got to come up with something. Okay. We've got to come up with, with, with some reason why Coach Keats is better. Because me and you have talked about this program before, and we didn't blame the officiator or the NCAA before. So now we have to. Because now everybody that's what people know us NC State fans are. So we gotta find out something. Help me out, Snitty. What's 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 the reason? Help me.
1: I, I don't know. It it's it's not Things just the the vibes are poor. You know, some sometimes you hear, hear people say, "Oh, the vibes are good." The vibes are amazing. and no, the, the vibes are are poor. Mm-hmm. They, they are very very poor. Uh, Manny Bates is trans is in the transfer portal. Um, Robert Dillingham t- has reopened his recruitment. Technically, he could still come to NC State. He ain't coming to NC State. Yeah, um, he's not no. He I would I would think he'd probably end up at somewhere like Kentucky, but um Darion Sebron and Terquavion Smith. I mean, those guys could come back. They're both, I think, doing the thing where you go to the NBA draft process and the combine and all that without hiring an agent and leave it open to return to school. But um, man, it's it's just hard to see a good path forward because like Going into this next year, I mean, this is this has got to be Keat's last chance, and like, you're all you're seeing, unless he pulls off some really good moves in the transfer portal himself, is just a bad roster getting worse. Um, it, it just is again. It is really hard to see a way forward. Uh, for Kevin Keats in this, and that's a shame because I like Kevin Keats. Um, I he's a really good guy. I've always enjoyed my interactions with him, but something just ain't working here.
0: You know the the most interesting thing. I you know what I'm 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 going to uh, say that the the most interesting thing about this situation is Terquavion Smith entering the draft process. That's pretty funny because like terquavian we get it. Like you're really good. You are. No doubt about that. One of the best freshmen in the nation. Knock it off. Knock it off. (laughs) Come on. Like, you know, but with that being said, uh, Manny Bates, I mean, the guy who went out with the seniors on senior night leaving the program, color me shocked. Color me appalled. Woo. Darian Sebron, I'm thinking there's a good chance that he comes back only because – only because um I think that he has a lot of, he stands to make a lot of money if he comes back and hits a mid-range jumper at about a 40% clip. I think that if yep. he can do that at a decent clip, he stands to move from, uh right now he's like predicted as end of first, uh maybe early second with most folks. Some folks got him going undrafted. I haven't seen anything higher than like, the back back end not he's right outside the lottery that's the highest i've seen him in the season and even that was a rarity but with that being said he stands to make a lot of money from coming back um and manny Bates is gone but i i don't the thing that bothers me so much about what's going on with, with coach keats in the basketball program is it just seems like overnight Everything fell apart. It just seems like we looked up in over a, a, what was it, two, three-week span, Dillingham decommits. We all, anybody who didn't know Manny was leaving, I have oceanfront property to sell you in Raleigh, North Carolina. (laughs) Don't worry about, just sight unseen, give me the million dollars and we'll roll with. With that being said, um, Darian C. Brown, I'm not as concerned about, but I haven't seen enough activity out of the transfer reporter to be excited. Because at the end of the day, we're all discussing the fact that we're losing a lot. Whether c stays or goes, we're losing a lot. We talked about, oh, we need bigs and 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 what would that look like in the transfer portal and all that. Figure it out. Find somebody. You need to be. Don't let grass grow under your feet. If I was Kevin Keats right now, wouldn't an ounce of grass be growing under it? Because I would be out beating every door down, making every call. Hey, you got a guy that's above 6'8"? Hey, what's going on? We know anybody? You know, and it just doesn't seem
1: like that's happening. (laughs) To be be fair, we don't know that that's not happening. I mean, he
0: could be trying. That's what I was just about to say. He could be trying. He could be trying. But at the end of the day, we didn't bring Coach Keats here because um, we wanted to take the program from poor to, like, slightly below average or middle of the road. We, we bought him in because obviously with Godfrey, I mean, Godfrey is Godfrey. At some point in time, the allegations are going to stack up, okay? The, the NCA violations, rather, not just allegations. The violations are going to stack up, number one. But number two, we weren't even winning off the violations. Now we're just losing without the violations, which is, I guess, better. But, I mean, it, it not, not much of a consolation prize Especially on a weekend like this where you get to see uh, two teams in your conference within, what, a 30-minute drive apiece of us, um, you know, playing in the Final Four. It's it's not great, especially when one of them is uh, replacing a legendary coach and the other is on his last ride.
1: Not great. Not great at all. Yeah, it's, um, I said, it's unfortunate, especially because, I mean, if you think back to, this was my junior year at NC State, if you think back to how good things looked that first year, Mm -hmm. uh, when Kevin Keats exceeded a lot of expectations for that first year team, took kind of a hodgepodge of young guys and grad transfers, you know, you had guys like Alec Freeman and Sam Hunt, balling out for the Wolfpack, beat um, Duke and Carolina, I think ended up being like the fifth seed in the ACC tournament, made it to the NCAA tournament. Um, and then, you know, it's kind of been downhill from there. It's not totally fair to say that Keats hasn't been to the NCAA tournament since that first year because if you look at uh, that third year, the 2020 team where the tournament was canceled that had – like Devin Daniels, Markel Johnson, DJ Funderburk, CJ Bryce, that was probably Kevin Keats' best team. And that team was, you know, if everything you looked at, going to make the tournament before it was canceled. So that that would, I think, be the point where I would kind of say everything's been downhill from there.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. That, that was a really good team that, you know, didn't even get a shot at the tournament. That was tough that was tough I think that that team that team potentially had the makings to make the sweet 16 but I guess we'll never I do know because
1: it had because when you look at what usually wins you games in March it's experience and good guard play yeah and you look at what that team had with a guy like Markell Johnson a guy like CJ Bryce a guy like Devin Daniels um, yeah I, I, I think that the tournament, that tournament getting canceled was pretty rough for NC State, especially because I think some good things probably would have been on the way.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So I we both agree. Coach Keats has to pull out a darn near miracle in this transfer portal to to keep his job for next year. Because let's be honest, we all talk about the wins and the losses being what's going to save a job or lose a job. What creates the wins and losses? It's not about your X's and your O's. It's your Larry's and your Joe's. And we need to go into that transfer pool and get some darn good Larry's and darn good Joe's for us to even have a shot to compete next year. What say you?
1: Yeah, I agree. I I mean, you look at the holes on this roster. I mean, they need a big man. They need, depending on what happens with Turquavion and Darion, they're going to need some guards. They're going to need some shooters. I mean, they're... This this roster is not in a good place right now, and the, again, the thing about it is with the transfer portal now, you know, you make the right couple of additions, you could totally transform your team, but it, I think it's going to take a lot.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, we, I'm sorry to anybody that was waiting on us to say that the uh, the NCA had created a uh, unvibinator, real Phineas and Ferb Doofenshmirtz style. But, you know, we we have no uh, we have no conspiracy to offer up here. Just a very uh, limited Snicket series of unfortunate events type moments uh, combined with just a I, I don't know. I it feels like it feels like beyond the top recruit in each class. We haven't really done much. And that's again, that's problematic because we know Cam Hayes is gone. But, again, the, the step back that he took in year two, yeah, uh,
1: that
0: was... Uh, it was it was cringeworthy. It really honestly and truly was. Um, again, Taquavion Smith means a lot to this team. Would be great if he comes back. I'm 50-50 on it. Taquavion Smith, stop playing around. I know you want to go play against some of the best and compete with them in terms of combine and all that. Stop playing around, Tequavion. Come Come on back. You know, come on now, that young man, that is not where you need to be. But, yeah, Coach Keats, I don't know if you listen to Locked on Wolfpack, Coach Keats, but I'm, I'm telling you, so long as you were the head coach of the Wolfpack, so long as you're the head coach of the Wolfpack, Wolfpack Nation will support you. And with that being said, Wolf, you know what Wolfpack Nation wants to support more than anything? Somebody who cuts down nets and brings home trophies. Do you see the love that Westmore gets on a daily basis, sir? It's not an accident. It's not an accident. Okay? A couple of, no, three straight ACC tournament championships, two regular season uh, ACC championships or at least a share of two straight. That's what gets it done. Not just saying that you want people to remember you as a winner. Go out there and win something, big dog. That's what matters. That's, That's all that happens. And Honestly and truly, at this point, I'm not sure if I'd bet on Coach Keats uh, making making this team do a complete 180 from last year. But I'm always going to hope for the best. And if you're better, go to betonline.net. BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's Master Championships odds podcast and review. For all the different leagues this season, Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head to the website today to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet Online, when the game starts. So we're about to land this thing, but in short, um, I again, I, I think that this is, I, I think that the um, women's basketball situation is is very. Very flatly, this number one, stop having regionals in Bridgeport. Number two, we had five teams that we previously played in our bracket. Five, yeah, that's Nina King. If any of those young women see you and decide to beat the living, never mind. Um, you deserve it, Nina. You deserve it. With that being said, we also got to talk about uh, the men's basketball team. Again, Coach Keats, get it together, big dog. Get it together. We're going to support you as long as you're here. But but if you don't make some major moves in this transfer portal, the team is going to look completely different from last year one way or the other. The question is, will the results be different from last year? And that's a question only you can answer, Keats. Snitty, go ahead and tell the folks where they can find your work.
1: Uh, you can find all of my work that I do locally here in Wilson at the wilsontypes.com. I still do a little writing for canescountry.com and you can find all of my thoughts on Twitter at aschnitt53.
0: Schnitty is again a great friend of mine and even better follow on Twitter and somebody who plays Quirtle and octurtle. Folks and uh set a quartal. Set set a Hey, Snitty, 16. you're just making up words now, and <laughs> and I'm I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. But, again, you can see that this is a very thoughtful man. You can see that this is a reporter who takes his job seriously. Again, local guy, went to Cardinal Gibbons. He does it the right way. Go check out Snitty's work, y'all. Anywho, Wolfpack Nation, thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate y'all. And, listen, better days are ahead for our men's basketball team. One way or the other, better days are ahead, all right? Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go back.
1: You are Locked
0: On NC State. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.